last Wednesday, some of you, quite a number of you was not in church. I was talking about, uh, I think the major theme of that teaching was violence, right? And um, I picked the point of my conversation from the statement of Jesus when he said that from the time of um, John the Baptist um, till, till now, the kingdom of God suffers violence and it's the violence that, that takes it. Then last week also, I started my conversation from um, some type, I was talking about some type of spiritual thermometer type kind of by which you used to measure how healthy you are. And then I mentioned that the kingdom of God is what? The, the, the um, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. That's the kingdom of God. Father, I know that there's grace, and so that's why I ask for it. I ask for grace, I ask for utterance, and let this conversation change lives and transform destinies. So, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. That is what the kingdom of God. So you could literally um, check how much you are living in the kingdom, right? And you check it by the level of righteousness. I I spoke about how righteousness um, is uh, basically about what? Your identity, right? Righteousness is identity. Peace and joy in the Holy Ghost, right? So you shouldn't, you shouldn't, be having turmoil, then have joy as a as a, an experience. You shouldn't be having sorrow, then once in a while have a miracle of peace. Peace, joy, and righteousness should not be miracles that happen in your life once in a while. You can't live that way and end well. Are you with me? You you, sh- you were not made. For sorrow. Are, you, are we together here? You were not made for sorrow. You were not made to be to perpetually feel unworthy. Then once in a while, in a special encounter, you feel worthy. You were not made to perpetually feel sorrowful. Then you have an encounter and you feel joy. Do you understand that? So it's meant to be what? Righteousness, peace, and what? And joy in the Holy Spirit. So I have to make sure, do what I can do, to be, to have a sense of righteousness, right? To have it installed in my spirit. To operate the joy of the Lord, right? And the peace that's in where? That's in the Holy Ghost. And so today, I'm, I'm led to share with you, and the theme of the message is enjoy. 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 And for some of you, this will be like a readjustment of your mind or your spirit. Enjoy. Enjoy. Are you enjoying? Enjoy. This is God's plan for you. That you enjoy. That should be your state. Enjoyment. Where there is no There is no traffic of sorrow in your heart or traffic of pain. There has to be a free flow of divine life. Amen. This is the technology of how to breathe internally. The the, the only way you can successfully breathe internally is if you are in a state of enjoyment. 
Don't worry, I'm going to take it a little bit deeper and clarify things for you. Enjoy. Enjoy. Are you, are you enjoying? Is there a flow, a seamless flow of a practical flow of divine life inside you? Is there a practical flow of divine life inside you? If we, if we check your heart, is there is there is there is there go slow <laughs> or traffic? And the traffic is that of of pain. It's not meant to be so. You are meant to wake up in a state of enjoyment. You are meant to sleep in a state of enjoyment. And this has nothing to do with the presence of the absence of pressure. So I'm not talking of a life without pressure. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking of a life without pressure. I'm not preaching about a life without challenges. Because even if I said that, you know I'm telling a lie. That there is never going to be a life without pressure. There's never going to be a life without challenges. But listen, there is a life that is in a state of perpetual overcoming. And sometimes I shared with you about the idea behind you being more than a conqueror. That if you were a conqueror, it would be a, a res, as a result of victory. That's what makes you a conqueror. That as a result of victory. But if you are more than a conqueror, it means that you it's not as a result of victory. It is a state. So you are, you are more than those who fight to have victory. You are a people or a person who was born victorious. Are we together here? Now, if you do not understand what I'm teaching you today, and if what I'm teaching you today is not resident in your heart, you will not leave this earth fulfilled. I know what I'm talking about. And that's why you need to pay attention to the things the Spirit of God is bringing to us. Because... Nobody is on this earth that is enjoying, except you find yourself in Christ. But not just born again, I'm talking of practically. Nobody. You see, because the world has been kept under the hand of the wicked one. Do you know that in the time of Moses, by the time Moses came back, to, to Egypt. All his fellow Egyptians were in slavery. But Moses did not join them. He came back to Egypt as a deliverer. You get the point now? Do you know that when every Israelite is walking, Moses was having meetings with Pharaoh? That's how to enjoy. Caleb, Joshua, and the remaining ten, there were twelve. They went to spy the land. They saw giants that was going to take them out. And by the time they came back, their testimony was that we are more than able. We are going to finish these people. And by the time the other ten spoke, the whole nation was crying. Now, a battle has, the battle has not even started. A whole nation was weeping. Because of the testimony of 10. Whereas, 
Caleb was, and Joshua was like, what's wrong with two people? That's someone who is enjoying inside, where there is no traffic of lies. A lot of you are experiencing traffic of lies. There's lie upon lie, I stalled your soul. You need to, you need to take out those lies. Is it not a shame that an ordained billionaire in the next few years is willing over a present financial challenge? Is that not, why are you weeping? Is it not because a lie is in your soul that, has, that is taking away your enjoyment? Because you have an ordination of a tomorrow that is absolutely greater than your present experience. So it means that your present experience is not true. So, Bible says, looking at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal. But the ones which are not seen, those ones are the ones that are eternal. So if you don't have capacity to see what cannot be seen, you cannot enjoy. When I'm talking enjoy, I'm not saying betray money. You see, you can betray money and you are not enjoying because there's blockage in your soul. And when you don't see the money to throw, you would, you would overdose on drugs because you feel sorrowful. So to enjoy has nothing to do with what is happening without. It, happily, it, is, it has everything to do by the easy flow of traffic within. I'm talking about traffic within. I want to know, can, if I come to your heart, will I get to my destination fast enough? That's why some people are, are icons of slow motion. That's what they represent. When you meet them, your life is stalled because they have lies in them and they transfer those lies. They are people without faith. They don't have any faith. Have you met people who when you are with them, you are sure it is not possible? That's the traffic they bring. They are people of traffic. They are like, they are like Todd Milan Bridge <laughs> on, on, on Monday morning. <laughs> I, I tell you the truth. Some people are Todd Milan Bridge. <laughs> Where are those traffic points in these Lagos? Road. My twelfth. My two. That, <laughs> that's their internal configuration. You are with them, you don't move forward. And there are some people you are with, you feel like you're not in Nigeria anymore. They are so full of promotion and full of speed. You meet them, you feel like resting. Some people, you meet them, you, you, you just are afraid of life. And they can be wealthy, or not that they are poor. Have you met some wealthy men who make you know that they will be the last one to be wealthy? <laughs> they are not sharers of hope. There is traffic in their soul. They are not sharers of hope. There is traffic in their soul. So what causes traffic? Lies upon lies. And you know, if your, if your journey, if the time to get to a place is 30 minutes, if there is serious traffic and you stay in traffic for two hours, that two hours does not mean, because you stayed in traffic for two hours, does not mean you will get there in two hours. Traffic is traffic. 
So you can't count years and time and say, so far I spend much time, I will end well. Is that did you spend the time well? So time is not an assurance of, of fulfillment. It is time well spent. So, so are you are you sure you listen? If you are not, if you are in traffic internally, I tell you the truth. I don't lie to you. Things will not get better, even though time is passing. Because some people just have an assumption that tomorrow will be all right, whereas they are not learning the right lessons today, and think that tomorrow will be all right. No, tomorrow will not be all right. Are you with me? Yes, there are lies. There are impediments that the enemy puts in our soul. And those impediments in our soul, they color our vision and they color our expectations. And the condition of your soul determines the gifts you deserve. You won't, you won't be, what will be allocated to you is not better than the quality of your soul. Yeah. Okay, when a fashion designer, someone who, who does fashion, goes to France to go and do six months training and comes back, and the one who was trying to do everything in Nigeria with a very crazy bad boss, the one who goes to France and does six months might not learn much, but just the fact that he or she saw possibility when it comes back his game will change. There is something about possibility. If you see possibility, your life will move forward. You see, people who go do their masters outside the country, it's not, the, it's not that they learn something spectacular. It's just that they saw. You just need to see that it can happen and your, your worldview will change. Then what you even ask for will change. You see, sometimes from your, from your prayer point, I know your soul condition. And this site has nothing to do with going abroad. I just use this as an experience. You don't you can you can you can go to abroad and you're still blind. <laughs> so lies. There are a lot of lies that so I'm I, today I want to teach you the, the technology of enjoying. I'm when I when people when I meet those who have enjoyed, I know who I enjoy, I know them. I don't check their car. I check their joy. I check their peace. And I check can I talk one? I check their eagerness to give. Not just money. To give hope. To give time. People who want to add to a cause. People who are aware that they have. They are enjoying. Because enjoyment helps you to aggregate your blessing. Lack of enjoyment makes you blind of your blessing. When you are not enjoying, you will be blind of your blessing. You will just think you have nothing to give. When somebody doesn't have traffic in his soul, he always knows he has something to give. So when I see a man who is stingy with his time, stingy with his money, stingy with his ideas, you will know that he's going through a tough time within. Are you with me, friends? Am I preaching to you or I'm boring you? Should we get another preacher that will do better? Even if we get another preacher, it's not today. Today is me that will preach today's one. Next week, Pastor Dijira will try his own power. 
But today I'm the one trying my power today. And I'm not going to struggle by I'm not going to I, we can't buy AC and I see and I will still sweat. <laughs> Since we bought these ACs, my style of preaching has changed. So. I now used to talk gently, all this ah, yeah, so. If you like, put a pandadiam in leaf or in a, how do they say it? A poepa. And you If I like, let me somersault like this. Who will get my message will not get it. So. And this, that I don't used to collect uh, honorarium in church. It's if I go outside, I used to collect honorarium. So when I go outside, I will preach. <laughs> if I keep myself here, yeah, no honorarium. No. <laughs> Because it's my church, I can't be collecting it. Okay. So I can't say I have sense now. I have sense. <laughs> Praise God. So you have to perfect this act of enjoying. And I will show you this in the Bible because some of you think this is Pastor Zach, what does he used to say? All this is his revelation. Should I tell you where I see it? I walk with God. That's where I see it. Me and God, maybe I'm lying, but it's he that can say it. But as far as I know, he's my guy. And then I ask him things. I like the easiest way. So I used to ask him, oh God, how shall I do this? I don't like to just be deceiving myself in the air. I tell him to tell me specifically. I called the, I called the, um, some of the musicians. I told them I'm setting up another... Um, studio upstairs, a live studio. It's going to cost me about five million. I don't have, I don't have ten thousand. But <laughs> I have, you see, I have heard God. I've spoken to Him before the end of the year by the grace of God. Max, by this, I would have set up my studio there. I would set up live studio, confirm live yeah. studio. And how did I get it? Me and uh, the this beautiful lady we went to go and drink. Uh, What's that thing we used to go and take? Is it you got uh, a pink berry around eleven o'clock? And I was buying the pink berry. And the Lord spoke to me on that counter and said that when you get a live studio, all the experiences you guys have during your rehearsals, you, it can be captured professionally and it can go immediately into post-production. So you need to capture the life experience in a live studio. That was what the Lord told me. And the thing entered my soul. Bah! And whenever it enters my soul, it comes with money. I tell you the truth. When God speaks to me, it comes with money. I don't know how he speaks to you. When God speaks to me, he comes with money. He does not, he does not have... Uh, I don't need to hear God and not hear money. I will, he, comes, <laughs> he comes with money, I tell you the truth. I tell you the truth. If you work with me, you won't fear money. I tell you the truth. The next thing he wants to tell me, he has not told me, but I can hear him. He's still from afar. Yes. Yes. There's a journey we're going to go on. He has not told me, but I can hear he's bringing it. He wants to tell me that, Zach, it's time for you to now start dreaming impossible things. You see, by next year, next two years, I will tell you people who want to buy, after I bought this place, I will tell you we want to buy something of you. We want to build three-story buildings. I will not be saying it. Then we will not be doing it. It will not be doing you like film. It will be doing, you see, <laughs> as you look at myself, you are in for something. I will break your faith. You see, I will destroy your faithless. I will mess it up. And it's easy to use it to, for God to use me because I don't have, there's nothing you can say. Maybe my uncle is this, my brother is this. There's nothing. It's straight from there. And I will do them. 
You understand? So, these are things that in my work with God, he, t- he talks to me about very easy things. And he shows me some of them, every, every one of them in scripture. So, don't forget that the basis of this enjoy I'm talking about, I started from the thermometer of a healthy spiritual, spiritual life, which is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. That's, that should be the condition of your inward experience. Without this condition, you are under the influence of Satan. Yeah. Your, your inward life should have righteousness, peace, and what? And joy in the Holy Spirit. Now let's start from Philippians chapter 4 verse 4. And let's see one of the commandments we see in scripture because some of you like the tough commandments and then you don't go for the ones that are the positive one. You go for the thou shall not. But what about the thou shall? Rejoice in the Lord how many times? Does that sound like enjoyment or not? Rejoice in the Lord how many times? Always. John, stand up. No prophecy. Stand up. Mugo, feel like you. He took Bano too. Rejoice in the Lord always. Can you see that? So it means that you should always have free flow of traffic. Because you can't have rejoicing and traffic jam. Yeah. Eh? You know, Yorobas used to say something like, I'm so happy that you can ride a horse in my heart. You see, they don't have said who that said that. It means that joy causes, it takes out traffic. As, as I'm, the way I'm feeling right now, but as the way you feel, there will be space for the horse. Are you getting my point now? That you cannot be, you can't be saying, God, give me speed, and there's lack of rejoicing in your life. There's no speed for the man that is without joy. There's no miracle for the man without joy. He says, with joy, we will draw. Abi? From the wells of salvation. So anything you want from the well of salvation, which is wholeness, everything, healing, deliverance. He says, your fetcher is what? It's joy. If you don't have joy, you can't fetch. Joy is your fetcher, right? Joy is your fetcher. That, that fetcher. How many of you went to those schools? This one says she's fetching water. See testimony. See testimony. May your children give those kind of testimonies. Actually, these are the real testimonies. All those ones that you are giving is the work of Satan. Is is not. This is the real testimony. Because some of you are angry at our testimony. That can that be a testimony that ah, water. I fetch water. Whereas you, that's your own badge of glory. Eh? <laughs> the Jericho will be big. Like the, 
The keg will be big like this. You have to fill it. So, MM, do you know some people used to buy water? Yes, yeah, so MM, I'm telling you that you'll be buying, you go, you go, you buy water like buckets, like two nera, five nera. When you buy it, you now carry it. Yes, I tell you the truth. If your children still share your own, your, this is double jeopardy. But that's by the way. So you need to be in a perpetual state of rejoicing. Perpetual. And I'm going to calm down and tell you this because sometimes you just receive these things as, as preaching and still continue in sorrow if the toast bread person did not quickly give it to you. Just after the service. You've already lost your rejoicing because the toast bread is not ready. Do you know the little things that take away your joy? Some of you, your spirituality cannot withstand when you get to the door and the door is locked. You just get home. The door is locked. The person with the key is not there. You can't be a Christ, you can't be a Christian again until that key comes back. Listen, you should never be in a situation where you are unable to think. You know, some of you begin to lose capacity to even even if the person with the key gives a very logical reason why this act of why the is very logical reason. Your soul does not have capacity and stability to even listen and understand and say it's okay. You are, you, you, you are too fickle in emotion. Unstable in joy. So everything changes your mood. Everything in this life. Everything in this life changes your mood. Everything. You must have a perfect situation for you to be okay. There is too much traffic inside you. You don't have joy. You can't think. Somebody says, this is actually... So far you are feeling bad. Your feeling is justice. You see your feeling as just judgment, as justice. Everybody should worship how you feel. And your feeling is the matter. How can the angels bless you? How? The angels will have to hold on till you, to, you, to come back to your senses. Sometimes it takes another service. And that's from Wednesday till Sunday. You now experience a revival on Sunday. Then by Tuesday or Wednesday again, you wait till another. Listen, you must tell yourself, before you leave service, you must tell yourself, the way I feel in service, I must feel like that when there's no service. Because this is a man who has who goes through consistent suffering. Consistent suffering, admonishing us to rejoice always. This is a man who goes through lack, telling us to rejoice always. Husband and wife, rejoice always. Some men, when they don't have money, you will know. Their behavior will change, they will beat, they will nearly kill the children.
don't nearly kill the children. And it's more Not even afraid. I'm, listen, I'm afraid. I'm afraid to beat my child if he's not deserving. Because that's God's property. Yeah. Yeah. In my house, when we beat Maverick wrongly, we apologize. When we find out it was an outburst of our emotion, we apologize. The boys, the beating must be as it is in heaven. It must be that presently heaven is beating him. <laughs> Everyone must be beating it. Then we now enforce. <laughs> Some of you, it's, it's your husband you wish you could beat. Because he's the one that offended you. You take it out on the boy. Yeah. It's your husband that annoyed you. And the guy just plays. Kiloma is the man. <laughs> It's the wife that is, that is offending you. The boy has gone through hell. And that way you are transferring a wrong spirit on that child. You are abusing that child. I tell you the truth. So what am I saying? You must have inward stability. You must appropriate the joy of the spirit. Rejoice always. That my external experience must not control the temperature in my within. I maintain a healthy temperature in my within. There, has, there mustn't be traffic. There mustn't be traffic. Because I told you the, the, the world is kept in the hands of Satan. If you, if you always change your feelings by what happens is around you, then Satan will still control you. If he needs you laughing, he changes your experience physically. If he needs you sorrow, he changes it again. He's controlling you even though you speak in tongues. Get my point, friends. You see, if you know, if you are sure of your poverty because of your bank account, then you are not really prosperous when your bank account increases. Because there is a difference between money and blessing. And the blessing has nothing to do with your bank account. So when you are blessed, your bank account shouldn't affect your emotion. When you are blessed... So you must step into blessing. That's, that's how you rejoice. Blessing, not money. Blessing is what will produce money. Money does not produce blessing. So what keeps... So if, if you anchor your, heart, your soul to money, Satan will control you. Because he can take it away at any time. Then you are sorrowful. But what, what about anchor your heart to blessing? So that you will learn to abound or abase. You get the point now. Why did I tell Jones to stand? Because he has been standing since. That's how I want your rejoicing to be. You should be state static like this. You should all your rejoicing should stand. Inside your heart, there should be there should be rejoicing, not go anywhere. You see, to be to shout and scream is just one of the arms of rejoicing. It's not everything. It's to be confident with God. That's what I'm talking about. Screaming and shouting is just a part. It's not everything. It's just be confident in God. 
regardless. Praise God. It says rejoice. Are we together here? But are you listening to me? This offer is fitting. Oh, fit and go. You get the point now. You rejoice. If you understand this message to do you good, you rejoice. But he didn't just say rejoice because God has blessed you. He told you how to rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord. In the Lord. So always where should you be? Doing what? Rejoice. So you have to hide yourself where? In the Lord. You have to hide yourself in the Lord. Why are people depressed? They came out of the Lord. If somebody breaks your heart, no matter the emotion of heartbreak, you can go in the Lord. Because if you, if you do not stay in the Lord, you will need somebody else to behave as if he wants to mend the heart. And that other one, that one wants to shatter it. And so people usually move from one shattering to another shattering. Because they are looking for temporary peace. Whereas they can only get it in... Listen, listen. If God cannot make you happy, there's no gear that will make you happy. Uh. The, the happiness that another human... You, listen, you are unkind and unfair to put your happiness on another man. Imagine this girl thinking I will always make her happy. This is my girl thinking every time. Who am I? Well, I will try my best to make you happy, but I can't do it always. So the days I don't make you happy, you had better know how to get the happiness in the Lord. Yes. I can't always do that. No human being can always do that. Yes. We are all trying. No human being can always do that. No human being can do that. There's, the pressure we put on, on other people is too much. It's not me that created you. It's not me. I don't know who you are. I just say I should make you happy all the time. I can't always do it. When my wife is not making me happy, I pray the Holy Ghost I, until she's ready. I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. When she's ready, she's not perfect. So she can't do it. Do you know that sometimes I tell my wife, actually, do you know what I want now? This lady, I say, you are the king of you are the king of kings. You are a lot that I used to toast all those things. Sometimes I tell her, see, I want to be alone. That's the plan. I don't hate you, but can you leave me? <laughs> no fight, oh. I just want to leave me, free me. It won't all shit here. She's here now. I don't know shit. Fine, go out. You have, go and visit. The car, take the car. Take money, take money, go and enjoy. When you say, I'm going out to meet, I say, Wow! The old day, spend the old day. I'm telling you, sometimes I just want to be alone. Not, 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 not sometimes, a lot of times. I'll tell you the truth. And I still over. But I just, I just want to be alone. At presence that time is not. So you can put your hope of happiness and, and joy on a human being. Yes. Has to be where? In the Lord. That's the technology. Rejoice where? 
in the Lord. You have to perfect it. And it's practical. You have to, you can, you will build it. You will build it. You have to build it. You have to have a shrine in your heart that only you and God stay in that shrine. A very real shrine where it's just you and God. And that's where everything stems out from. That's where, that's your office. That's where you produce things from. Sometimes even that shrine will tell you things you don't feel like hearing. It says a lot of things. It messes you up. The shrine doesn't even support you all the time. Sometimes it's you is fighting. No, Allah. But it's your shrine. You and God. It says rejoice in the Lord. Always. Listen, I need to get here. Where I can always be in the Lord. I'm not here yet. Many times I stray. Too many times. And when I stray, the pain is much. When I stray, the pain is much. When I, when I stray, the pain is much. The pain I cause myself and the pain I cause others. I cause others pain. When I stray, I cause others, others too much pain. When I stray, I lay too much demands on others. When I stray... People have to do too much to impress me. You understand? Because I'm deficient of the joy of the Lord. When I stray, it makes, it makes life difficult. But when I'm in the Lord, the little things people do look like big things. When I stray, the big things people do is still not enough because I'm not in the Lord. We all have to learn to stay where in the Lord. And don't stay there grudgingly stay there rejoicing rejoicing means to know that this is, this is the best for me what in the lord is the best for me am i preaching to my friends you can sit my brother i'm teaching you what works i'm telling you the truth and for point of emphasis paul said again i will say guys what did he say again Rejoice. <laughs> you can imagine how important this thing is. Rejoice always in the Lord. Hey. Again, I will say, rejoice. Can I teach you how to rejoice? You want to know how? In the same Romans chapter, Philippians chapter 4, let's move to verse 8. Then I'll teach you how to rejoice. How to enjoy Finally, brethren, this is how to enjoy. Who wants to enjoy? You want to enjoy? Yeah. Pastor Zach knows exactly how to get you to enjoy. Are you not happy about that? Yeah. So let me tell you how exactly you would enjoy. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true. So it is, this is it. I'm going to now have a, a strange magnet. To the things that are what true. That's how to enjoy. I'm going to find what is true. Who can tell me where to get truth? Tell me places to get truth. What of God one? Where else? Three places. Do I have what to give? Mentors, truth. What is the third place to get truth? Company of believers. The spirit of God. That's that's your shrine, right? So I'm going to make a decision. 
that it is whatever is true, not whatever I feel. If you live in your feeling, you won't enjoy. You won't enjoy. Even if your feeling gives you a feeling of enjoyment, it's a scam. Amen. The people taking cocaine, I don't know, don't they feel they are enjoying? But it's a scam. It's not your feeling. You know the most deceptive phrase the enemy has been using lately? Do whatever you feel like doing. Be you. Your truth. Live your truth. Hey, hey. You. You have a truth. You are like your father, a liar, the devil. You devil have a truth. You are a devil. You don't even know you are a devil. You want to live your truth. Truth is far from you. You are a, this you are, you are a, you are a little devil, sons of Belial. How can you have a truth? Hey, truth, you have truth. You have truth. When Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, you, you now say you have truth. You have, you are an idiot, you. So you are like Jesus. Are you telling me you are like Jesus? You are competing with Jesus. looked at everything and said, He's the truth. You, you now say you want to tell your truth. In my mind, I said thunder. I didn't complete it. It was just, <laughs> it was just I didn't say it out. <laughs> it's what comes out of a man that defies me. <laughs> truth. You don't have truth. Too. You don't have truth. If you want to enjoy, if you don't want to be in bondage, if you don't want traffic, you have to go for what is true. Whatever is true. Whatever the scripture says is what is true. Whatever my pastor says is what is true. Whatever my father and the Lord says is what is true. Whatever my friends who are believers. Listen, if you have five Christian friends and they tell you one thing, it's true. Whatever the, the, the coalition of apostles come to, they ask pastor, they ask that the Jew that why doesn't say his opinion, why doesn't he also says his opinion when things are happening, issues. He said he doesn't have anything to say now. That his opinion is Khan and PFN opinion. If all the pastors in Nigeria say this is their opinion, that's true. Are you together with yes, me? Sir. <laughs> don't, be, don't be stupid. You see? Don't deceive. You are wrong. <laughs> don't swear, can be correct. And use for that. No, you are the one that is wrong. You are wrong. Can you look at somebody and say, yeah, sorry, you don't have the truth to the person? You don't have the truth. Can we lift up our scripture? I said scripture, don't lift up your phone here. Say, this is the truth. This is the truth. Now, can you see the level of destruction that is going on in communities that have their truth? That everybody has their truth. The small boy too, they say he has truth. The governor of um, which state now? 
there's, there's, a, there's a particular Republican state right now in the U.S. who just signed, who just vetoed, I was super sure this was out of time. <laughs> who just vetoed a particular law. And the idea of that law is that children can now go through some chemical castration. That is to say, it can tamper with the hormones of a child. If the child feels, if the child wants to block his puberty, for example, and says that I don't want my feminine stuff to show, I don't want my breast to go out, my bum bum, all those things, the child can ask to go to the hospital and before the law wouldn't allow that you can't go through that type of castration until you are, you are a certain age. But right now, a child can now ask for it. Because that's his truth. Something he can't spell. You get the point, friends. You get my point now. Don't live by your truth. Live by the truth that is in what? In God's word. You are going to need this in the last days. And so it means that to enjoy is not to do what you feel like doing. You see, you see to, 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 to be compelled to always do what you feel like doing is not freedom. It's, in the, it's to be in the bondage of self. If you are truly free, you should be able to refuse yourself. Because we have an assumption that you cannot also be a jailer of yourself. So that is coming from you doesn't, and you are able, to, and you always do it. You are compelled to do what comes from you, doesn't make you free. It, perhaps you are in the bondage of self. Are we together here? Yes, sir. So whatever things are true, whatever things are what are noble. Somebody say noble. 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 You want to enjoy? Focus on the noble things. Praise God. Hallelujah. And we know the things that are noble. You see, don't deceive yourself. Noble things are called noble things because they are obviously noble. Now, the world is trying to touch noble things and say, no, 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 no. You are, you are just being stereotyped. No, you are being noble. Amen. Amen. There's a way to relate with elders, for example. It's noble. There's a way to cover your, yourself with your cloth, right? Yes. To cover your body. Because it's what? It's noble. It's noble. There's no freedom in exposing your body. It's not a sign of freedom. Somebody say enjoy. enjoy. You want to enjoy, then you have to focus on the things that are noble. The things that are what? Just. Things that are what? Pure. Whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on those things. Can you see it again? Internal configuration again. So, to get yourself free within, these are the things you should what? Focus on. These are the things you should meditate on. So, if it's not true, I'm not going to give my attention to it. So I can enjoy. So, I don't give my attention to things that are not true. You get it? I don't. I don't give my attention to things that are, what, that are not what? True. I don't do that. If you, if you would always speak, bring negative things to me, and if you always call me about what the Lord doesn't call me, then I have no reason to visit you, yes, not to open the door when you visit me. Yes, 
you have to make sure that you fix your gaze on the things that are true, that are honest, that are noble, that are pure. You fix your gaze on that. And never accommodate anything that isn't this. If you do, you won't enjoy. Are you with me? A lot of us have a lot of lies that have stalled us. Are we together here? But this morning, you are going to evict every lie. 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 There's somebody here in a relationship with a beast. A beast. You are free today. Amen. You won't go back to that beast. Amen. You won't. Because you know that the thoughts and the actions of this person doesn't make you enjoy. Joy. Joy. Alright, let's move forward. Think on these things, right? Yes, sir. Let's keep reading. The next verse. These things which you learned, which things? This focus, this meditation, this whole thing I'm teaching you, which you have learned and heard and saw in me, these do. When you do this, what will happen to you? The God of peace will be with you. Yeah. Eh. The God of peace. Would now be with you. That is to say, you activate a dimension of God called peace. And that's it. The, God is with all of us, but it says that there is a dimension called God of peace. Not everybody are enjoying Him as God of peace. Hey! I call you to this order. I call you. I call you. I call you to this order. I said, I call you to this order. I call you to this order. Where you are stable in God. A sword of God. The God of peace. <laughs> you see, when somebody is here, you can't tempt the person. You can't let the person compromise. You can't say, eh, do this, I will give you this. What are you giving me? The God of peace is with me. Are you together here? God of peace. You had better walk away from everything that is taking away your You should be enjoying. You should be enjoying. You should be enjoying. You should not want to visit or your boyfriend is visiting. You want to visit your boyfriend and you are afraid. Because you are finding, you want to check. Have I lost weight? Have I, this thing? Am I fine now? What will I say that the boy will not? I'm picking word of knowledge. I can come straight to you if I feel like. I don't, I can, if I, the person I'm talking to, I can walk to you now. Without knowing your story. You go sharp. Bah. <laughs> but I'm a kind guy. I don't think I don't know who I'm talking about or who I'm talking to. At least I know one. There might be plenty, but there's one I know. Trying to check, am I good enough? Am I fine enough? Wasted all the money you meant to buy food. You are buying different things to, to, to try and upgrade yourself. But when the God of peace is with you, there is no body that you are living to impress. Yeah. Nobody. I wish I can hear somebody shout God of peace. God of peace. 
God of peace will be with you. I like people who God of peace is with them. They are very easy to notice. They are just very, they are, they are just okay. They are okay. You see, if God of peace is with you, even the clothes you wear will cooperate with you. I'm telling you the truth. The clothes that was not found on you before, when you have God of peace, if you wear it, it will not turn to fashion statement. But if God of peace is not with you, if God of peace is not with you, you are just, it, it, it won't work. <laughs> no God of peace. If God of peace, like me now, God of peace is with me. Everything fits. Everything works. Everything I do is tie. It's tie. And I've been married with my wife. She'll be thinking she's one that I have my. I can wear it and forget it. If I like, I wear yellow and purple, it's tie. Leave it. Say, you know, you can't, it does not go. I say it goes. I tell her it goes. I tell her, I bought it one year. That's how they brought it. Today is DMX style. DMX. <laughs> God of peace. And the God of peace is okay. You don't have anybody to impress. Are you together? I mean, you don't have anybody to impress. There's nobody you have to snap with. There's nobody that you see. There's nobody that will appear and we faint. What am I fainting about? Somebody appears. You now faint. What faint about what? Who, who are you? What did you? Even even God comes with His glory. Sometimes I will gently bow. Even God, I will just. It's not every time God comes I fall. God, oh, He will come. I will say, Ah, there you are here. I just thank you. I will just kneel down like a big boy that I am. Don't play the keyboard yet. Not time. <laughs> God of peace. God of peace. I wish another person would shout God of peace. God of peace. God of peace. God of peace. peace. I just have peace. That was what um, that was what um, um, Bizola was thinking. What was saying? I have grace. Grace is in peace. Is in grace. They work together. It's grace and peace. They work together. They are siblings. When you have peace, you have grace. You are assured. You don't, you don't have to talk like anybody. You don't have to be like anybody. It's the God of peace. You are okay. Oh my God. You are just okay. You are just fine. You are just okay. See, if you have God of peace, if you are an ugly brother, there's no sister in this world you can't marry. If you have God of peace. He. God of peace. Praise God. I saw one of our brothers. I was telling him on Wednesday, he's there. If you see the sister I married, I said, this one has God of peace. Because without the God of peace, this woman will not marry this guy. He's, he's, got, he's there. He's at the back. If you see his wife, she's just like an angel. I said, Kai, how did this guy track this girl? I said, it's God of peace. It's God of peace. It's God of peace. Sometimes I look at my pictures. I say, how did this guy marry me? It's God of peace. I thought, I thought will you marry me? I said, will you marry me? That was the first one. The first time I was going to toaster without ring. I just said, will you marry me? And uh, I said, can you marry me? Like, do you have the capacity? <laughs> and even though, yes, I told her. I said, even though you can, will you now decide? Because it's possible you can do some things, but you don't want to do it. That's why I told her. It's God of peace. God of peace. God of peace. But we started church at a Manor Event Center. We're paying about 600K per month. It's God of peace. We're about 15. Yeah, 
Yeah, we're between we're about 15. Yeah, we're paying 600K every month. It's God of peace. We did it stresslessly. We were in the Lord. This man no event out to do beggar. Yeah, God of peace. We're just there. We're paying 600K for rent and we're renting speakers of 30,000, 50,000 every Sunday. <laughs> it's God of peace. Yes. It's student that has to go and look for those guys. Those guys would have gone to club overnight. We'll not be begging them to release speaker for us. It's God of peace. And guess what? When it was time up, it was not money that told us it was time up. Inside, we knew it was time up to live there. And we left there. Guess where we went? We went to Idara's house, Palo, from Hall, from Event Center to Palo. You don't understand what I'm talking about. It's God of peace. Without any feeling of being of downgrade, no, no feeling that we were downgraded, no dot of feeling. Not, we were not feeling any. There was no, no feeling, no prayer points. No, oh Lord, oh Lord, take us back to our days of glory. Nothing like that. <laughs> Nothing at all. We didn't pray one day. We packed everything. We moved to Idara's house. And Pastor Obi and they were hosting us. Every Sunday and Wednesday, we would sit down like this, around the, in the parlor, and we would share word. In fact, we have guests, prophet, prophet, prophet. We had guests, we invited guests. Guest minister, Prophet Ashalu came and ministered guests and prophesied and preached. We preached there. And after that, we eat all their food and leave. And it was there we found out that the very spirit of community, that was what God wanted us to go and learn. That was the time the church was actually formed. That's why the church is like, it was there we learned the lesson. We couldn't have learned it in that all. And when it was time to, to leave, we left and went somewhere else. When I look at where we left and I look at that building, I say, how did we do church here? So rugged, so low. But we didn't know. God of peace. The outside everywhere was terrible. We turned the inside to be beautiful. Because that's our own portion. Our own portion will be fine. God of peace. The reason you are aware of your challenges is because you are not in the Lord. And you have not been established in the God of peace. Your challenge is not that big. It's your absence from his presence that makes it look big. What are you going through? What happened to you? See, I watched one interview last week of one guy in, in the, under the bridge and the Keja. They snapped the guy picture. The guy is now a model under the bridge. Those guys wanted to do a photo shoot under the bridge. And they, are, they were waiting for their model, professional model to come. The guy was delayed. And one of them said, let's use one of these boys now. And they were looking for one of those boys. Under the, and they saw one guy who was very black. They said, we'll use this guy. And the guy said, he told them, yeah, he said, the photographer said, all the pictures they released, there was none they snapped twice. He said, it was one take. He said, they were asking the guy, have you done this before? He said, the guy replied to them. The guy said, he replied to them, okay, what is this? He said, what is it? <laughs> he said, he asked them, is it a walk? Is this a walk? <laughs> okay, what be me? He said, no. He's on punch. He was, the, the story was on punch. All the, all, all, all the pictures, the guy was doing like this. Mm-hmm. He said, they didn't take any picture twice. He's, on, he's, he's living under the bridge. What have you, what are you going through? What's going through? Wow. <laughs> if somebody can say God of peace again, I'll be happy. 
God of peace is with you. He will still come and change all your circumstances. But he wants you to be a, a people not controlled by circumstance. That's his plan. But that the circumstance will not change. It's not this God I know. He will change it. He, he likes to finish his work. But that you will be under the bondage of circumstance. That's not, that's not the children he raises. He says, these things that you have heard and saw in me, do. So some of the people you are meant to copy are people who have God of peace. Just look for somebody who has peace. Run away from people who don't have peace. Stop, stop destroying yourself. Stop, stop living risky lives. People who don't have peace. Whether it's your, anybody the person is, run away from people who don't have peace. Walk away. Divorce. I don't mean marriage. I don't mean, I mean cut off. From those who don't have peace, who don't bet confidence. I've never met him, Jitri. This God. I've never gone there. See, exactly, Kilamashi. Never met him. God of peace. His friend, Lazarus, was sick. He didn't go anywhere. Because inside, it, didn't, it was not time to go. It's not moved by what everybody is saying. That's why I stop pushing your oversight to do what they don't feel like doing. When you, when you are with an anointed person, don't force them. Inside, they didn't feel like. They said the guy is sick. He didn't feel, it was when the guy eventually died. He now told his disciples, let's go and wake him. The disciples now When he was sick, you don't go anywhere. Now he's dead. He's not dead about three days, two days. And the journey is still about another day journey. They had to force him to say he's dead. He didn't want to mention that Lazarus was dead. He said, sleep out. But that's what is inside him. You understand? Um, the Spirit of God tells you what actually happened. It's not what happened that tells you what happened. It's the Spirit of God that will tell you what happened. The Spirit of God is what would, what would describe your experience. Don't allow your experience to describe. Don't let this life tell you what's happening. See, the disciples said, Lord, if he sleeps, he will, he, will, he will get well. However, I just spoke of his death, but they thought that he was speaking about taking rest and sleep. Then Jesus said to them plainly, Lazarus is dead. <laughs> oh, I love Jesus. I love Christianity. I love relationship with Jesus. The man has made my life easy for me. I'm telling the truth. And that's why I like talking about him. I told my Baba today, I told him, I said, Auntie Toba commits from Jesus. Oh, it's better. See my living. This morning. I told my Baba this morning. Not that I went to Babin Salon this morning. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Are you blessed? All right, let me tell you the last thing I want to tell you today about enjoy. Are you ready for it? Yes, Let's go to, is it Hebrews now? He has given us all things. That's my last scripture. 
That's my last scripture. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Have you given me my scripture? Or I should look for it myself. Glory, glory, hallelujah. All right, it's, it's Timothy. Command those who are rich in this present age. I told you how to enjoy. I've told you about focusing on truth, honest things, and all of that. Don't permit anything that is not in that list. Don't give it focus. You get the point now? Don't give it focus. Don't. Don't give lies focus. Don't give, don't give people who cause you hurt, who cause you pain, who don't give them focus. You get the point now? Focus on the right things. Right? To the point where you get to the point where you now establish a dimension of God called the God of peace. Now let me show you something about God that would, that would, make, that would excite you. Command those who are rich in this present age not to be what? Haughty. You get the point now? So, riches creates the possibility because you have plenty around you. You now become what? Haughty. Because you are judging yourself by your circumstance. Are we together here? Become haughty. If it's poverty that is around you, what do you become? Sorrowful. So, but God doesn't want you to respond to external things. Command those who are rich in this present age not to be haughty. Not to trust in uncertain riches. But what? The living God. So what is the nature of riches? Uncertain. It means that it can be controlled. There is another force that man controls it. So you have to be careful to put your trust on it. You have to put your trust where? In the word living God. Is it not the same thing as rejoicing where? In the Lord. Now, let's look at the quality, character of this living God, right? It says this living God, what does he do? He gives us richly all things. Why? To enjoy. Have you seen that in your Bible? So God wants you to what? To enjoy. So I've told you two ways you are going to enjoy. One way you're going to enjoy, you're going to enjoy because you have put, you have learned to rejoice where? In the Lord. But this Lord that you are rejoicing in is also saying that I will still bring you to the second phase of enjoyment, which is that I will now give you all things so that you can enjoy. So sometimes God will just look at you. I know you're rejoicing in the Lord. Just find one beautiful girl for you. He says, that's your... That's your wife. What should you do with it? I enjoy. You see, one of the greatest married cancer you can have is this thing, how to enjoy your spouse. You must learn to enjoy your spouse because there is a deception marriage does to you. Marriage makes you mature. You now become serious. <laughs> I tell you the truth. Maybe you just get married. You want to behave like him. Everyone's calling you a responsible man. <laughs> So the man wants to be a responsible man and the woman wants to be a virtuous lady. <laughs> it's one thing you must learn quickly because what you were enjoying in your relationship, you lose everything immediately you get married because you want to be responsible. Do you understand? Yes, sir. So before 
you were the one that will always carry her out to go and eat. Now, every food now must be cooked in the house. Because now we are now married. Before, when people are just outside, though, when, when people are married, when people are just outside, if you eat your head, you'll be happy. They can't. You will tell your friends, only push man, bury me. But now that you are married, you become very serious. You know, the marriage now looks at work. And don't forget that it gives you all things. It means marriage inclusive. So it means that one of the reasons for marriage is enjoyment. Question is, are you treating that thing he gave you as a product that should be enjoyed? In all ramifications. You get the point? How well do you enjoy your spouse? Enjoy your spouse in gisting, in talking. How well do you enjoy your sex? You enjoy the sex. Or you just want to have children. The sex is for enjoyment. You must create how to enjoy it. Don't just have sex. Enjoy the sex. I know I'm talking about I want, you want me to live there. I'm not living there. I'm not living there. I'm not living there. But some of you are not enjoying it. You must enjoy it. How do you enjoy it? You find out how to enjoy it. You, you, you go and study new ways. <laughs> new ways. Look, can you hear what I'm saying? <laughs> eh? God of peace. <laughs> God of peace will not be with you in this one. Eh? Praise God. Listen to me, everybody. Stop laughing. Listen to me. <laughs> Listen to everybody. You have to enjoy it. You need to go and get good materials. I'm serious, though. On, on sex. You need to get good materials. Go and read it. Go and read it. Go and read it. Go and read it. Read it. You need to get materials. Some of you need to go for master class. There are courses. There are courses. Hear me. Hear me. I'm still preaching. I'm still talking to you. I'm still talking to you. I'm your pastor. I'm still talking to you. Hold on, I'm still talking. You are laughing too much. Let me land this point. I'm not going to leave this point until I land it. There are books to go and read. There are master, good master courses that are not, there are not, I'm not talking of porn. I'm talking of master classes. Listen, anything you don't learn, you don't know. So, you need to learn about sex. And you're not meant to know it because there's an assumption that you are not having it as a Christian before you get married. So when you get married, your ability to have sex is F9. Yes. It's F9. Because you don't know it. Don't think because you have been satisfied as a man, 
You know it. That's not it. And don't think because your wife says she's pregnant, you have done well. <laughs> Good sex is not, is not judged by pregnancy. I'm still talking on this same matter. You might think I'm talking nonsense. You might think I'm being frivolous with words. That's your business. He has freely given us all things to enjoy. So that girl, are you enjoying her? And you, is she enjoying you? If she's not enjoying you, you have to then go and study and learn how to be enjoyable. Well, learn it. It's free. Learn it. Go on. Master class. Because as a believer, you don't have experience, which you shouldn't have, and it's a good thing. Because she wouldn't know how terrible you are. Both of you wouldn't know how terrible both of you are because both of you are. You see? But of course, not all of us were born again from our mother's womb. Some people have already known about it. One might have known about it. The other one doesn't know about it. So the one that doesn't know about it should not blame the one that has known about it before. You have to catch up. And this one should train this one. And this one should also go and learn so that it can be enjoyed. It should be enjoyed. Don't turn your wife to a, or your husband to a high-tech phone. That the only thing you know how to do there is to receive call. Phone that can do many things. You just receive call. As I have received your call, you drop it to Some of you that are not listening to this, you will still come and meet me for counseling. That is, I'm trying to help you so you come and meet me for counseling. You are doing this thing. I move away from there. I'll go to that thing. Are we together, friends? So, we have a God. We have a God. And I'm not saying this, you know, to judge someone because sometimes truth can be very sharp. I'm just telling you what to do. I'm telling you that there are places where you can learn and all of that. And they teach you about diets and all those things and the work. So, we have a God who's, who has put in mind your enjoyment. Let that sit in your heart. That part of God's plan for your life is for you to what? To enjoy. And the first base for that is that you must learn to enjoy in him. If God doesn't excite you, if God doesn't make you enjoy, his things, his goodness will destroy you. Yeah. Because the story is that you should tell those who are rich not to be haughty. You get the point now. It means that those things can bring haughtiness. And those things can bring destruction. But if you are somebody who is enjoying God, those things will be for enjoyment. You see, you see, those things are ought to be a revelation of God's. When God blesses you, it just makes you to see how God is. It's, it's an expression of his love. It's not, it's not to give you status. It's not for status. It's not for class. It's just God loving, loving on you. So when God bless you with a great career or bless you with a great business, he's just loving on you. Enjoy it. The more you enjoy it, the more it increases. Listen, 
the blessing of God increases in around those who are comfortable with it. If God's if you are not comfortable around blessing, it will increase. So you must learn to be comfortable around blessing. Don't be timid and shy around blessing. Some of you, even when God blesses you, you I told you sometime you make an excuse. God blesses you with a good job. He said, not that you just want to look. God bless you with a great phone. He says, this confident. I got it because God bless you with a great car. He said, this car is it's because of traveling. I want to be traveling. It's not because I really no, no. He has you can say you can you can purchase something, and your reason for purchasing it is enjoyment. You get the point. It also has to be for a very serious kingdom agenda that we that will be an instrument for the redemption of the last days. It also have to be that complicated. You get the point now. You can come back home and put a necklace on your wife just for her enjoyment. She said, we don't need a necklace. I just want it on your neck. All things to what? Enjoy. So enjoy it. Can I preach here? Yes, sir. If what God has given you is small thing like this, if your, if your house is just one small place like this, are you enjoying it? Yeah. He gave it to you to enjoy it. That's how to work with God. He didn't give it to you so that you can complain about it. He gave it to you to enjoy. Don't say, hey God, see this house you gave me. No, no, no. If that's where you are for now, enjoy it. You clean it. You put whatever you can put on it. You enjoy it. Is it a two shirt you have? Make sure it is dry cleaned. Enjoy it. Your husband is not tall. And you enjoy it. Are you with me? Enjoy it. Your wife is black like charcoal. Enjoy. You have to be, listen, if you are not intentional about it, Satan will, will blind you from the good in the things that God has given you. What God gave you is good. What God gave you is good. You have to enjoy it. Whatever you have presently, make sure you are enjoying it. That is what qualifies you for the next phase. Stop complaining. You can make a vow never to complain again in life. Is it um, Gary you can afford for now? Enjoy it. Is it uh, this thing? Whatever it is that you are, what should you do? Enjoy. You must be in a state. When I come and meet you, you must always be in a state where you are enjoying. Listen, if you are not enjoying, I will have to conduct deliverance. If you are not in a state of enjoyment, you need deliverance. I don't know if there are people who are enjoying do I have them in the house? Yeah. If you are be, if you are if you are beside your spouse, can you can you just hold your spouse and tell her I'm enjoying you? I'm enjoying you. I'm enjoying you. <laughs> Pastor Dara is enjoying three people. Like this. <laughs> Enjoy. 
You get the point now? If Listen, am I preaching here? If you are not enjoying, you will enter the lane of complaint. The only antidote for complaint is enjoyment. He says he gives us all things to enjoy. So there is no area of life that God is not willing to give you things. It's all things. Somebody say all things. I wish I can hear you shout all things. All things to enjoy. The last one I want to bring out from this, I intentionally did not say it, from this same scripture. And God does not know how to give. The only way he gives is richly. Can your brain accommodate richly? Oh my God, now I want to preach. Now I want to preach. Are you ready to receive richly? Listen, if God tells, if God encourages us, you see, God encourages you to give cheerfully because he knows he will give you harvest richly. So you do it cheerfully. He be in charge of cheerful giving. He is in charge of richly blessing. Richly. Hey, I will stay here for five minutes. Richly. Richly. You see, because sometimes God bless you so much that you think there can be more. You think there can be more. Sometimes you receive favor. The favor messes you up that you don't want to even ask for more. Or God is richly. Or God is richly. Don't put a limit on this Jesus. Am I preaching here? I said don't put a limit on this Jesus. There is more. I said there is more. I said there is more. I said there is more. That is how he blesses. He doesn't bless sparingly. He doesn't bless scarcely. He doesn't give you things. He doesn't count it. If you, if you tell God, he doesn't know how much he gave to you. You see, he's more, he's more, he's more, he's, he's more benevolent than even Nigerian politicians. That's why you know how they give you money when you're in, when you're in the house. The politician will just do like this. They can be done as just do like this. That's how they give. Nigerian politicians. This one's too little. It's not the hour. But this God, who is the owner of all things, has only one way to bless you, and it is richly. I said it is richly. I said it is richly. And so you can be sure he's not done with you yet. Whatever miracle you're experiencing, Jehovah is not done with you yet. More is coming. I said more is coming. I said more is coming. More grace is coming. More mercy is coming. More favor is coming. Let somebody say more, more, more. More, more, more. More, more, more. More favors. More. Let somebody say more. You have to be comfortable receiving things for enjoyment's sake. Can I preach here? Yes, hmm. Listen, if you are only if you only know how to receive that which is enough, if you only know how to receive for purpose for destiny, uh, that's weak. 
Listen, when you can receive for enjoyment, then you cannot doubt for purpose. You get the point now? You get the point now? Because if we can use this for enjoyment, then it must mean that it's, it means that the order of God is the order of overflow. I feel like prophesying now. The order of God is the order of overflow. And we won't stop rejoicing till we see an overflow. We won't. We won't tell him it's enough. We won't tell him it's enough. We are not saying it's enough. More Lord. More Lord. More Lord. It's healthy to say more Lord. More Lord. This is the order of kings. This is the order of royalty. Royal say more Lord. Come on, just lift up your hands and give him praise. Oh my God. Arada basina malikete le bosha kataya. Ile nukete yevo no mosikaradi mo shekedeas. Ila namasi e poro no mokusekera bababa. He says, I've come to give life and give it more abundantly. That is the way of Jesus. Got a breakthrough in your mind. Got a breakthrough in your mind. Step into more, 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 Lord. Yahweh, more. Yahweh, more. Yahweh, more. Yahweh, more. Yahweh, more. your promises, Lord. We step into that covenant of more, more grace, more mercy, more favors, more healings, more prosperity, more breakthroughs, more holiness, more. That's your story. You have access to more. Go ahead and step in with rejoicing. Come on.